This is Bruce with the homies. We're back. We're back. We're back in the and better than ever. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Pretty good. We're ready. Good. As ready. Always. Yeah. Good as always. Well, that's always good. So, JB, what beers did you guys bring today? All right. So we're gonna get funky and then stouty. This first one, we're gonna give a quick shout out. Heron and I went down to do a little fun stuff in Murrieta. We went down to Solaris. They had the we got to pick up our club membership stuff and got to do a little like party thing with them. So we got to try some great beer with Chad Skyler and Chad was gracious enough to give us one of these cans before they released. So we wanted to wait to do it and share it with you guys on the podcast. So this one is Song and Poem. It's a wine beer hybrid aged in new French oak barrels. So with this one, I'm excited because... We've had so much Solaris on the podcast. We've got to try crazy things from them. So I expect greatness from this. Comes in at 12.4% ABV. And it's going to have cab, grapes, blueberry, blackberry, vanilla beans, and then age in that French oak. So right off the bat, super excited for it. And as we transition from that, we're going to go into Cloudbreaker 3 from Horus. We haven't had some Horus in a while, so I was like, you know what? Let's jump back into Horus. it with a, with a great bottle from them. And then, last but not least, Beer Zombies did a special release not too long ago. Heron and I went right away in the morning, met up with some cool people. Only about 10 people got to get their allotment of bottles, so we were a few of those people. And we wanted to share it on the podcast with you guys, so it's called The Shallows. The pastry stout and we'll get more into that when we have it so let's start it off guys let's jump right into it i am so excited for this this thing smells incredible this thing smells like like jam that i would put on my toast oh yeah it's jammy whiny yeah 10 pounds per gallon like oh yeah you're reading the back of the can yeah here 10 pounds of grapes per gallon like what read it to the podcast all right, Read all right. it to the beautiful people on the all camera. Right. You guys drink, I talk. Okay. Mixed culture, farmhouse ale. Refermented on Cabernet Sauvignon grapes at a rate of 10 pounds per gallon and matured in new French oak. I don't know what word that is. P-U-N-C-H-E-O-N-S. Okay. I don't know what that means. Okay. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Deeply vinous. Jammy. Jammy and rich with all the rustic subtlety of a wild beer. Which, to a T, is exactly what it is when you drink it. Like, perfectly. Jammy. Kind of this wild ale, but then so much wine characteristics. A little bit of barrel. Very complete. And, God, I would never put, like, think or imagine it would be at 12.4%. This is... Insane. It says it finishes full-bodied with lingering tannins and a soft vanilla send-off. A seamless marriage of grain and grape that blurs the line in all the best ways. This is a beer-wine hybrid in its truest form. This is... Alright. Uh, this is something. This sets the bar way up there. This is unreal start. because it's not like an acid bomb. You know no. when you get into the funky stuff... You can Sometimes, get like some yeah. really hyper acidic stuff, which is fun, but you yeah. can't drink a whole glass of that. This is like a wine. I could throw it in like a beer glass. Hell, throw it in a wine glass. <laughs> Dude, I could drink the whole can. 
Oh, easily. Uh, I mean, easily. I'd Dustin's be over here being patient. Let's, let's give him the floor. He's I don't ready. Know. He, he's ready. He's, he's collecting his like, thoughts. Yeah, he's like about to drop the hottest mixtape of 2023 right here. He's the championship hat on. I just, hands below the. I just have to say, <laughs> wow. When you said we we're getting funky, I didn't realize we we're getting this funky. And this is like, like makes me want to dance and get funky, you know? <laughs> like this was really good. It does taste like a Cabernet. It definitely has the characteristics of it. I think it tastes more like a wine than it does a beer. Yes. And like it's funny, we did the wine and cheese or the wine night at downtown. Yeah, wine and cheese summer. night at downtown. Yeah. Yep. And we had one, and it kind of reminds me of this. Okay. But. This is better than that wine that I had up there, which is, I thought I would like never say a beer wine would be better than an actual wine itself. Yeah. And. Almost leaves you speechless. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, it, trying it's, to find the right words to yeah, describe. There's it. no right words to describe it besides what Heron read off the can. Like, there's not much more you can say about this, but just talk up how fucking awesome this was yeah and we'll use that as a segue into a quick shout out while we were at this event at solaris for the tusk party and chad shared a very incredible beer with us from overseas and heron i'll let you kind of take it over because it was a norwegian beer i think yeah i think with <laughs> um juniper i know that one's right they made it so Dan Pixley, right? Yeah, was Dan the one Pixley. that brought it to Chad. Yeah, in Pepsi bottles, plastic yeah. Pepsi bottle. <laughs> it, it was like a liter bottle or something yeah. like that. And it was a still beer, so mm -hmm. that means no carbonation. And it it was incredible. So like they, I guess they boiled it with, of course, the juniper, and over a fire. So that imparted some smoky characteristic that was absolutely incredible. Yeah, and then Dan Pixley got to experience the whole thing. He was there for the creation of it, yep. and he brought it back. And I just, it's like this, right? It's one of those where it's a mind-blowing experience and tasting. It's something that we were lucky enough to try that we'll probably never get to try again unless we flew there and found a way to get our hands on it. And we appreciate it, Chad. We love sharing beer. That's kind of the whole purpose of this, and it was gracious enough. Got to... Um, just put it out there. I was dying laughing though because he was like, oh, I got to bring something. He's like, I want to share some stuff with you guys. He comes out the back with that Pepsi Max liter bottle and there's, and we're like, yo, like this is tight. Like this is something like, you go to like a special little club meeting and he's like, hey, I got the good stuff in the back. And we come out and you're like, I'm either dying tonight or I'm going to live the best life. And we definitely got to live the, our best lives trying that incredible beer that was just so funky so unique the juniper was very different from here it had so much great flavor so yeah i want to kind of transition to the next beer though because that was incredible and we could talk about it for days but now it's time to get stout stout heavy get funky so dustin i want you to lead off on this one. Oh man i know i'm gonna put all the pressure on you cheers Ooh. all right cloud breaker right. three from horace what is this beer, like $3,000 or something? <laughs> Not this one. What the hell was that? I, I don't know how to describe that. <laughs> this is interesting. So, 
I think I need another sip. Let's get in. Because Cloudbreaker 3, it's Sazerac Rye Whiskey Barrel Aged Stout. So, think what you're saying is that barrel is like very like tobacco-y, very smoky almost. Like there, it almost dries out your mouth. Yeah. Like if you're chewing tobacco. The best way to describe it is it's a smoky barrel. I feel like I just walked by a campfire and had my mouth open and the smoke got like in my yeah, mouth. But not the meat smokiness not, that we're talking no, about, no, like no, a no. smoke beer. No. It's like that dry campfire. It's, it's the campfire like smoke. Yeah. Which is like caught me off guard. I thought like I just walked in a casino and was just fucking got somebody's cigarettes and opened my mouth. Like you know? what? Like sixties prime Vegas. Yeah, sixties prime Vegas. No, you know what? Fuck that. You're walking in circus circus right now. That's what the fuck you're getting. <laughs> like it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just I can tell this isn't gonna be for a lot of people. And it, like for me, somebody who's just recently in the last year has gotten a lot better with stouts. This is definitely one where I'm just like. Ooh, okay. It, like this is when you like I, like I said, you said we're getting funky. This is funky. Yeah. Like this is not normal for a stout that I've ever had that I've liked for yeah. it to taste like I just ha inhaled smoke. Yeah. Like you get the barrel, but that smoky like haze to it just like takes over the flavor of it. This is where I wish I could uh, speed down my bourbon experts. Um, Sazerac Rye. I wonder if it. The characteristics of it are just like this because I haven't had a barrel aged stout that encompasses such a tobacco-y harsh finish which if that's the barrel and that's what the bourbon usually brings to the table that rye characteristic that's incredible to get that much off of the barrel into the stout because normally you lose some of that you don't get all the characteristics hundred percent almost exaggerated but if that's what it's doing, well, hats off. Like that's an incredible way to capture it. Um, yeah. I, oh, I really, really like it, and it's different because you know I'm all about my different beers and enjoying that different taste. What is it? He's comparing the two styles. Well, I'm just comparing the different colors because, like, to me, I don't know what it is. I feel like this one is a little bit more like red and like hazy versus this one where it's more just like dark you know but like i said it could just be my eyes playing yeah. tricks on me well yeah like um this one is a lot more viscous than the beer zombies one it's thicker and the beer zombies one has like a little bit thinner viscosity it coats the glass in a different way because it's a pastry stout versus yeah. this one's just a barrel barrel aged no adjuncts straight into it uh, let me see i'm gonna double check on this cloud breaker and see if anyone else had those characteristics barrel aged thick spicy bourbon characteristics but yeah when did this one come out i'm curious um it was last year's membership that we had for the so five year so sat on it for another year no almost? this one has been i think i've had it for a few months because it released okay yeah. yeah a lot of the reviews i've seen a couple of people say like the barrel characteristic is great on it Sweet dark, good bourbon oak finish. Okay, yeah. I don't know what else there is to add to that. I think that encompassed it pretty well. Heron, you have any thoughts? No, it's just like uh, pretty sharp. Yeah. I mean, the barrel and Sazerac is there, 
I'm not going to say it's front and center, but it definitely has its height high point somewhere along the ride. Yeah, it's like a little bit of booziness, woody. Yeah, mouth, it like coats your mouth, like we were talking about. It's interesting. I don't know, what would you guys rate it? Because we didn't talk about the first one, the Solaris, the Song of Poem, but I mean, pretty sure across the board that was close to a five, if not a five. I mean, I absolutely love that. This Cloudbreaker, I think the rating would depend kind of on that Sazerac rye, how it tastes, but I'd still give it probably like 4.4. I think that's pretty much the average rating that I'm getting, and the untapped is right there at 4.4. I think that's where I'd leave it. Well, I really don't like these kind of barrel-aged stouts. Like, I don't know if I like more adjuncted stouts or what. Or maybe I just don't like stouts at all anymore. Yeah. I know. You, you've been switching to Crispy Boys. Yeah, so I don't know. Like a 4-1 okay. or 2? That's fair. I mean, nothing reflecting on the beer. It's just like the style is just, uh, I don't know. That's I don't your absolutely style. Yeah. Love uh, it. I'm going to uh, be honest with you. I, mine is like a 4-4-1. Four, four, yeah. I'm with Heron on this. I don't like this style when it comes down to it. I don't know what it is. I just, like I said, I just feel like I walked in and just inhaled a whole bunch of smoke. And maybe, like you said, maybe it's the aroma of the rye, the rye and stuff. Yeah. But I, I would have to ask our uh, our bourbon friends to yeah. describe it. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> because they're saying Sazerac rye kind of has like a, little bit of sweetness but then it has like a herbal bitterness notes that come through so maybe that's kind of adding to that characteristic yeah. that we got could be the two flavors mixing but hey but i don't think i think they're just both two different flavors and like one is a wine taste and one's a smoky taste i feel like a wine smoky taste kind of goes hand in hand almost so i feel like that's not the yeah, issue of clashing i just think it's just this like just the rye or the barrel that's in it that kind of gives it that weird taste for me yeah and we've been having more adjuncted south so maybe we're used to some vanilla coconut all that stuff playing a factor so jumping into adjuncted territory when beer zombies released these two the other one still adjuncted but it was weller 107 i believe and had coconut and vanilla this one is going to be aged for i think it said 19 months in buffalo trace barrels uh, from our friends at Eureka. So Eureka provided the Eureka! barrels. And it's adjuncted with chocolate, vanilla, and hazelnut. 13.5% ABV. You get the hazel right off the nose of it. Oh, yeah. And, and so when I had this, I had this, what was it, last Saturday? Okay, yeah. At Boulder City, yeah, right? Yeah, Boulder City. Uh, shared it with one of the guys out there. And, like, I told him it tastes like that. What's that chocolate that comes in the gold wrapper? Ferrero Rocher, right? Yes. That's what this reminded me of, okay. was that gold chocolate. Because it has like the little the hazel. On top. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it reminded oh, me of. Hazelnut. Yeah, the hazelnut one. That's what it reminded me of. So I wonder now that after not having a whole bunch to like drink of different styles, if it still tastes that way. Okay, yeah. I'm very curious. Because when we had it side by side with the other one. Yep. Still tastes like the chocolate. I have my opinions on it because... The two bottles are very different. Yes, and they this are. is the pastry one. The other one's a little bit more the classic taste. So, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, when I first had this, I don't feel like it had that sweetness. Oh wow, this is very yeah. I didn't because when we had the yeah, when it first came out, it was very slight. This is super sweet. I mean, it could be 
you know, bottling at different stages or whatever. But yeah. yeah, that first one, not this sweet at all. I mean, the hazelnut came through, but, but still it was a lot more muted. Yeah. yeah, this is a pastry style for sure. This oh, is yeah. the one that I would categorize. That's why I chose to do this one on the podcast because I think this is the one people would reach to first and go to get because it's that pastry style. It's very inviting. Come on, between these two. Horace specializes in their barrel-aged stuff. They do a lot of adjuncted stuff, but this one not being adjuncted versus this one, hands down, I would say 90-10. Like 90% of people would pick the adjuncted stout. Sweet, approachable, easy to drink. This yep. is for the bourbon lovers. They want that barrel. They want those characteristics. Shout out for that style and appeasing that audience, but beer zombies hit the mark with this one. Having this one at peak, I think this is peak taste compared to the other one the other one was muted yeah it has it gives the other one a run for its money because the other one the reason why i liked it so much because the weller 107 that i've had with um mark and we've had it before that was so good very strong characteristics but not like burning so you could drink the bourbon straight up so that's weird because i'm gonna be honest yeah. with you i like the weller barrel better than this one well see, that's what i'm saying yeah i loved it better that's what i'm saying this is yeah. up there but, but this, this is, is more approachable but even though i like the weller one better this one in its own fact is amazing the yes. flavors that you get off of it the connections you can make with it on that phenomenal that's just like what we were saying with the solaris one what you see on here is what you're tasting yeah and like it's just perfect to how it goes and like at the end of the day the very like you said, it's two very different styles. Yeah, I think the if you're more into the bourbon side, like that characteristic, you enjoy drinking bourbon, you want to taste that exact barrel, that exact bourbon, the other one with the Weller 107 is going to be the one for you. This is the one you like stouts with adjuncts, pastry stouts, something more inviting, sweet, enjoyable, easy to drink. You probably could drink this whole thing. Definitely go down that route if you're looking for it. So hopefully they do more stuff like this. I know it was a very limited release. That's why I wanted to share it, talk about it. And it's an honor to drink beers like this when you get into that limited capacity and sharing it with people. So yeah, I would rate this one 4.7. I think it hits all the marks. I think the other one's like a 4.75 for me. Cloudbreaker, like I said, so I think it goes one, Two, three. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Easily. All easily. Yeah. Yeah. That's easily. It. But, so here's my question. Yes. This is just shooting off the hip here. If you added the third, the, the, the second version of this BZ one. Yeah. Would you put that one over it or would you put the other one in, over it? Oh, for the Cloudbreaker? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would still put the BZ one because of the fact that I like that Waller 107. This one, I've had the first two Cloudbreakers were, in my opinion, better than this. It was a more approachable in my style, but someone that likes Sazerac Ride and that's their jam, they would probably rate this so high and it'd be their beer. Just yeah. not my style, not what we're liking. So I would rate those two equal if not more than this one and the other one because mm -hmm. i've rated those very high i really like cloudbreaker one and two so that's where we get into that whole debate but yeah i think adding that 
other one, the red label with the Weller 107, would still be higher than this. That's okay. your original question. Yep. All right, perfect. Well, thank you guys for listening. We're yeah. finally back. We JB and I did an Instagram live. Check it out. We're yeah. gonna start getting back more into the Instagram lives and getting more into posting on Instagram, posting and on threads. Threads. Yep, it's out there. So Bruiser JB on there. We got Debra on there. Uh, Bruise with the homies is on there. So just check that out. We'll be reacting, posting stuff. I think that um, would be an interesting thread. Hey, what are you drinking for the day? Yeah. See how many people would post all the different beers. I, like, that's yeah. what I want to see. Or we could do like little things like, hey, what should we do on the podcast? So yeah, see what traction we get. Um, but yeah, we'll be updating the website, getting more stuff out there and posting our episodes. So just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, guys. Later. Cheers.